0: What's up, everybody? This is We Don't Know Yet, podcast where you learn something new every single day. And Brian and I, we were uh, thinking of some stuff to talk to you about today, some things that have been on our mind. We have a list. And today, uh, it might go all over the place. But I think the, the first thing that uh, we should talk about is this idea of uh, simping, simping, Within <laughs> this society, uh, I think um that whole term has gotten super popular within the past, I don't know, three, four, five months, mm-hmm. because of like first off the the surge of uh of Twitch. Some people call them Twitch thoughts. <laughs> Twitch thoughts. <laughs> or, okay, so yeah, yeah, they're, they're not Twitch thoughts, really, but it's like some people call them that. It's um gamer some gamer girls right and they, they're on twitch and there's there's one specifically she created an army of what some would say simps her name's pokimane and she's done some really horrible things but her male mm. followers that legit just like think she's the cutest and think she's the greatest whatever she does they will go to death to defend her even if she does the most messed up things and she's totally wrong
1: Wait, uh, like so this is a real person. And yeah. Her name really is like, Pokimane. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that's, she her, has gamer, all, and that's huh? her gamer title or that's like her actual name. That's
0: her gamer title. Pokimane right. is her, her Twitch account.
1: All right. And, um, so like what's an example of like this egregious thing she'll do. And then everybody just follows her.
0: Yeah. So for example, this little kid, there's, there's video footage of it. Um, this little kid, uh, apologized. He's probably like seven or eight. Right? Cause he, he, he apparently said something mean. So you hear this high voice. He's like, I'm sorry, Pokimane and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry for doing this. And she's replaying the video on her channel. And as okay. she's replaying the video, she's like, uh, and then the kid's like, "But well, you know, you guys, if you, you know, you guys can follow me on my YouTube channel. And she starts roasting this little kid. Right. So someone made a video about her roasting this young kid and all of her followers just went and berated that individual. She's also very notorious for saying nigga, 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 not being black. She just uses that word just on her channel all the time, right? And when somebody made a video about her doing that, talking about how it was wrong, her followers came and clamped down on that individual to all male, right? Because they had to defend Pokemon. There's, um, it's, it's like, that's, that's the thing. It's like, simps think these women can do no wrong. All right. And then there's the other, there's the other, I, I honestly think it's, it's, it's a very simp thing, but guys subscribing to OnlyFans. Mm, tell me about that. I think that's, I think, and not even though I think, I think it's just like, it, it, good, make your money. Cause there are men that make OnlyFans too. There, there are, there guys out there that make OnlyFans, but mm. like you really about to pay what? Nine, 10, 20 bucks a month for some pictures of a chick that you think's cute. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to shame any man out there that may be doing that, but ah. <laughs> I, mean, uh, honestly, I mean, I think it's, I I, it's kind of, yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's the same as like the premium accounts of what people used to watch. Right. Of just mm-hmm. like uh, those adult, really adult sites and things of that nature. But yeah. Um, all right. We, we have to take a step back. And we have to We're figure going all over the place no no you're you're right on track. I just when I walked into like this conversation and trying to figure out what simping is, it's like you know it's kind of like when you cross your legs, right? It's like you can do the one eighty cross, but then if it goes too far over it and it's like you know you're kind of stumbling over, it. so it's like what at what degree is it too much, mm-hmm. and at what point are we supposed to be at and so yeah, like you said, uh, what was her name again? Maynard Chick? Pokimane. Pokemon? whatever. All Pokimane, right. yeah. Pokimane. Uh It sounds like she just has some minions. Like she has a, this nationwide minion army. An army uh, of white knights, yeah. <laughs> and they follow her every move. So that's kind of just, that's kind of weird to me. Um, but for folks who might be just like, thinking about it through like normal lenses is like how far is it too much is it when you become some people would say it's like when you become the buffoon when you start to like uh put on this clown face in order for someone else's appeasement that's when you're simping you're just looking you just look idiotic Mm -hmm. before that you know there's nothing wrong with maybe what you're saying like defending someone's honor or uh providing support or whatever the case may be but uh i just i just can't i'm trying to figure out like what that even looks like in reality
0: uh, it's like it's like absolute subservience you you do anything that a woman right will tell you to do and usually, usually sips do it for they, they try to they're trying to get something too so they'll, they'll they're generally just yes men Right. Uh, they're at the beck and call of a woman. And some people talk even about simping within a relationship. Right. They're at the beck and call of a woman. They're a yes, man. They do whatever. Right. E- even if they think something's uh, not right. They can't speak up because they're kind of they're kind of simping. There's there's a spectrum.
1: It's a spectrum. There's a
0: spectrum. There's a spectrum.
1: OK. Uh, that is true. So then it sounds as though for a simp to, to be a simp is someone that, uh, it's just, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I do know a couple, but it's like, you uh, <laughs> you, you have no control over your environment. You're kind of just at the whim of, you know, whoever you're trying to appease. And, and I like how you said, like a, being in a subservient role uh, or position. And I think you could do that also outside of just like, um a male to a woman uh i see some folks pandering at work you know what i'm saying or pandering to um i don't know someone that they hold in high esteem mm-hmm. they'll just do everything like you know and delude themselves into thinking that this is how that person uh will see that i value them yeah. and you just look you look dumb so like let let me give you an example I'm at work and I remember a few years ago at a nameless company, we were all <laughs> we were all at this certain level, right? And some of us had been in a certain position for X number of years and some of us were just starting out. But this role for uh, a manager role opened up and they're just like, all right, you know, it's kind of like Russian roulette. You know, it can go to anybody. Anybody got a shot. I started seeing cakes and donuts and you know bosses getting taken out to lunch i was just mm-hmm. like <sniffs> i just heard a lot of butt kissing yeah and then i was like a month or let's say like two weeks later i saw somebody get put in that role and i was just like oh like oh that's that's how the game's supposed to be played huh so maybe it's in a relationship maybe it's like you know for whatever you hold in esteem but do you think that women can
0: be sims or is it just a male thing no, I think that um I don't think I think that like if we're using that term that way, then yes, if, if a woman's just absolutely serving her man and, and doing everything he says and and he's he's controlling her. Cause I remember you actually you actually just used the word not being in control of a situation. You're a simp. Well, I, I wouldn't say that like in a relationship context, a man should never be controlling a woman you can't decide what a woman does you can't tell a woman what to do um, but at the same time um, if uh, if, a, if a man is in total control of woman then that's not good either i don't I, there's there's another word for that we wouldn't call that like something there's in our definition right now it is but it it's it, that's just not healthy it's not yeah. healthy to be subservient right to any to your partner there's a reason why your pa- partnership right not one person controls the other um and i just think it's an understanding of individuals knowing their their worth i think That's that true. that men that end up simping right hmm. don't understand like or maybe they don't have confidence in in who they are real talk dude like okay this is going to this I'm curious on your take on this, but I've had sure. conversations. I think I've talked to you about this. I've talked to Mike about this. We had conversations as as we get older, as as men get older, especially if you're, you're um, you know you 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 have big goals. You're focused on growth. You're focused on not just what you're doing right now, but the things that you're going to be doing in the future too. You're building right mm-hmm. as time goes by. Your worth goes up because 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 there's. There's the aspect of hypergamy. You know what right. hypergamy is. If uh, hypergamy is the, in essence, it, it's the way that um, relationships are viewed between the sexes. So women, right. generally. Um, not all the time, but there's, there's an idea that women tend to go towards status uh, and not just the way somebody looks, but they try to date up. They try to date men that are making more than them. They try to date men uh, that are higher on the hierarchy, right? Social hierarchy. And social hierarchy. Um, and even when you look at like dating uh, like statistics, men, especially when they don't end up being married, men tend to date younger women. It doesn't matter how much they make. It doesn't matter what they do. They tend to date younger women that they like. So the thing is, is that men that end up being focused, not, not like you shouldn't be focused on your relationship, but they're focused on what they're doing. They're focused on building themselves. They're focused on building something. Mm-hmm. As they get older, they become more attractive. And I'm not saying that women don't become more attractive as they get older, but in the dating sphere, statistically, like there is more of a time limit there so i don't think that men understand. like uh, some men that may be being of absolute subservience they don't understand that at the end of the day you if you're in a relationship you should be a partner to the person you're with you should be helping them grow but you should never be in subservience to that individual and if you end up ever end up do understand know that know what you're worth King, <laughs> you've heard that before. Know your worth, king. <laughs> like straight up, You're but so like, so much more. Yeah. In absolute seriousness, like, in absolute seriousness, know your, know your worth because like, as you get older, as you build, you increase. And it's not like women don't increase too, they do, but like, there are differences socially to how men look at women and how women look at men as far as attractiveness is concerned.
1: I love that so much. Know your worth. Know your worth. (laughs) Know your worth, King. (laughs) Know your worth, King. You're worth so much more. (laughs) The the thing that I think resonates with me is the utter need for approval. And Mm. that always comes from, I mean, that's something we can all ascribe to. We all, to a, a certain degree, have yearned for the approval or validation from someone else. I don't care who you're talking to. Um, Everyone at some point is looking for validation from their parents or validation from their friends or from like the cool kids at lunch. Like you want to feel that esteem and that, that appreciation for who I am resonates with the folks around me in this present state. So if you don't know who you are, where you're going and and ultimately what you're, what, and how much you matter, mm-hmm. you're always going to be seeking validation through other means yeah. and through your relationships, through circumstance and situation, you're always going to be yearning and always feel empty. So I guess that if we were talking about Sims specifically, maybe there was a, a void this void in their life that just wasn't filled or maybe they got hurt at some point and thought that if I act in this way, if I just, you know, close my mouth and I'm silenced, Mm -hmm. then I will receive the love that I'm yearning for at least feel welcomed and and secure.
0: Yeah. Man, you know, no, like I, I, you have something there. And I think um, the, the big thing though, is that, there, there is a dark side to that too. Like, there, it's it, like I said, simping is a spectrum. But let's let's go on the full spectrum. There is the simp, the subservient simp, right? And then on the on the total other side, there's there's the player, mm-hmm. right? So there is a group of men calling themselves. Have you heard of the Red Pill? No, but is it a Matrix reference? It's, it is kind of a Matrix reference, but. It's this whole idea by this guy named Rolo Tomasi or or, or Rolo something. And this guy, I, I feel like he's on the the whole other side. Simps, be subservient to women, uh, always do what a woman says, you know, uh, do whatever you can, always be nice, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But then there are these player dudes who are like, um, don't ever get married. Don't ever stick with one woman. They're mm. all replaceable. Right. You don't mm. need commitment. Um, it's, it's, it's this, this group of red-pilled men who are like, also like marriage, it's marriage is a trap, right? You're, and, and, okay, there, there are some things they have there as far as being careful with marriage, um, getting the government involved. Like I am in support of marriage, but there are a lot of things that are negative about getting the government involved, uh, that, that, that do kind of sometimes, um, make it a little bit risky for men. Uh, but they're on the whole of It's like the, 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 the red pill side is like, you should have a Rolodex of women that like you, you're going through whatever, just, just non-commitment. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think like everything, it's best to be in the middle. Like it, I'm in a committed relationship. I want to see my partner grow. I want to, I want to don't want to be controlling right? I want to let that person do their thing. Um, I want to be there for that person, but I'm also not going to allow myself to be stepped on. I'm not also going to allow myself to be taken advantage of. Like I wouldn't want to have take advantage of that individual. I'm not going to be of all service and feel like I'm, um, getting the short end of the stick. Okay. It's a partnership. It's not Mm -hmm. one person being a servant to the other. Right. But, um, Like there's, there's that, there's that middle ground. Like I'm not also going to be having a Rolodex of women that I'm going to, I'm not going to be um, keeping all these women on the side and being a player in my relationship, which is what a lot of people do. Mm. Right. So um, I feel like you can learn from you. There's a lot to learn from both sides. You learn maybe things that you shouldn't be doing from Sims and you learn maybe things that you shouldn't be doing from the players, but you, 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 you take some of that, you put it together and you have a good idea of maybe what way you should go about this whole process. Right.
1: And this whole conversation kind of germinated from the concept of toxicity within men and women. Mm-hmm. And you brought up a great point in that you have all these subgroups, you got Sims, you got players, but women can be players too. Oh yes, right? they can. Yeah. We can't forget oh, yes, that. Yes, they can. So the, Especially See,
0: nowadays with social media.
1: Social media, man, like is just being galvanized by like if your man doesn't pay for any, if he doesn't pay for everything, he's not a man. You got to find someone else. Or if he isn't doing X, Y, and Z, uh, that's beneath you, queen. And you need to go find somebody else. It's like social media is just like really exacerbating this like negative groupthink around, I think, healthy relationships but simps have to you there has to be players in order to take advantage of simps. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you got these women who are like, all right, this guy is gonna, he's going to pay 200 K and I don't have to lift a finger. So I'm going to see what, how far I can take this and I'm going to treat him like trash and he's going to accept that. And he's just going to keep rolling with it. So it's understanding that like, you know, is that healthy or positive, um, and I don't think so. There was this woman, and I got to go back and, and chuck what her name was. But uh, Avin Preach had this show, and sh- this woman jumped on. Or I think maybe they like referenced it that mm-hmm. she's like, if he works, if a man works a nine to five job, I can't be with that man.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: You remember that one? If he has a, a regular nine to five, that's beneath me. And it's like, wait, mm-hmm. h- hold on. Like you got all these these kings out here. Like making moves, you know, maybe they're doing this for a period and maybe they're going into the investor self-employment side. But if you meet him and he's working, I don't know, let's say, let's say he has a great job and works somewhere, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. Why is that a negative thing? But there's a whole bunch of women who are just like, yeah, that's true. If he's doing if he's not at this level, then I can't entertain it. But was like, are you at that level? That's hypergamy
0: though that's hypergamy that's hypergamy that's that's um a woman you know because like they they're not dating just because you're you're a good looking dude they're also dating for social and economical status which is why like which is why this whole other side this red pill male side is like okay focus on you focus on your goals focus on your business gain that um and and like you you don't commit that's that side of things Mm. right um that woman is is like that woman that you're talking about from that abba and preach video who's like ah he can't do this i think there is there's another like there's another side to this like individuals should have standards right for sure like if that individual is like um you know if a person is still in school or if they're if they're doing this job or whatever, I don't want to blah blah blah. If she's like a lawyer or something, and she doesn't want to date someone sure. who's you know not close to her or whatever. I, I can understand having like having those types of standards, but there's there's the individual who really ain't doing much, right? Not doing but anything. But but they're just looking for some rich person or or some super successful person who's going to pay the bills and and be there, uh, you know. Be on their beck and call, and the thing is, there are there are a lot of people, there are a lot of men that are willing to do that. There are a lot, and 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 that like, can you blame them? Yeah. That that just means as a man, that's just not the woman that you go after. You know, I right. feel like, you know, if if you're if wh- whatever, if you're a woman or a man, in your building, like, cool. If someone falls into your lap and they're, worth, they're like the perfect person for you, great. But I feel like a lot of people, particularly because of social media they don't, some people just are not, are not ready to build. Some people mm-hmm. aren't like, it's hard for some people to be with someone who's trying to grind towards that goal, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm, I mean, this it's kind of a generalization, but everyone sees, there are all these, first off, super attractive people on social media. There are all these super rich yeah. people on social media. Um, and it's very easy to get jaded to reality. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's very easy for a man to get caught in the swarm of, uh, butt pics and all of this type of stuff on social media. And we, we've had this talk before, right. Where you are just like, you got to clear that stuff off of your IG, Right. Yeah. And it's easy for a woman first off to get attention from men on social media, like, like dating apps too. You see how, like, I don't know if you've seen those Tinder, um, videos where like, you'll see a woman get on Tinder and like, she has all these matches, but men get yeah. on Tinder and it's hard like, it's, it, it it causes an inflated sense of self-worth. I would mm. say social media ain't real. Right. Mm. So say that yeah. again for
1: somebody in the back, I don't think that heard you. Social media is what?
0: It's not real. Man. Like it, it's, it's not real at all. It, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. That's why I think it, it kind of, it messes with a lot of people because Gary, Gary V had this great video where some kid was talking about how social media gives me anxiety um, yeah. but the thing is, it's like, it's all your perception. Some people look at social media and they're seeing all these, whatever, successful people and it makes them depressed and sad. Some people look at social media, they see that and they, they wonder, okay, how is it that I can do that kind of thing too? Mm-hmm. Some people make them depressed. Some people get them going. Some people, when they get a lot of attention on social media, it gives them, like I said, an inflated sense yeah. of self, makes mm-hmm. them think that they're, that they have to be here, that they're really, you know, that. that that they're, you know, the, that 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 they're the shit, even though they're not. So yeah. And remember
1: we talked about this a while back, but I fell into that former pot of you know, if I didn't get as many likes on something, then all right, then it wasn't as good. I need to take it down or I need to get mm-hmm. X amount of followers. And I'm not even, I'm not big time, that's not who I am. But It was all in my perception of, is this a platform in which I feel like I'm being judged and I have to compare myself to others? Or is this simply a marketing tool? And I'm just letting people know what the heck I'm doing or what Mm -hmm. the heck my job is and how I do the work that I do. And so now it's it's a completely different realm. But like you said, it goes back to shifting your perception or your perspective. And you mentioned something before that I wanted to touch on because standards are high standards lead to constant discouragement yeah yeah i do high standards always lead to constant tell me what you mean Ashman, though. i say this uh i'm thinking about the last dance and i remember jordan i think it was the last episode and everyone's like this guy's a tyrant he's a bully he said, I will never expect anything of someone else that I wouldn't expect from myself. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're you're someone that's in relationship with others, you're always going to have to challenge yourself to be at the same level of excellence that you require. But if you have these super high expectations, oh, he has to be 6'3, 220, full beard, you know what I'm saying? Not everyone's in SEMA. Like you're going to. I'm be. not six three.
0: I'm not six three. According to my girl, who, is, who has reminded me, I'm not even six two. I'm six foot one. You're six foot one. I thought you were six uh, two. I thought I was six two, but I'm actually like six foot one and a half. But and she not She won't let me have my. She won't let me have my two. Tragic. So Tragic. stuck at six one.
1: But, but th- you see what I'm saying though. It's like that's the picture that folks have, or even for a guy it's like she needs to make six figures as well as she needs to be you know top 10 and you know all these things it's like it's not realistic you gotta have Mm -hmm. realistic goals in a real life um because what you see on social is not what you're gonna see in the real world and i think folks are beginning to understand that in quarantine because ain't ain't nobody around but your family members and a couple neighbors so Mm-hmm. All of that, like, oh, I'm going to go to L.A. When you're in L.A. or New York, SF, you might see that when you're downtown. You'll see social media superimposed in reality. You'll see all those beautiful women or beautiful guys and everything is chic. Everything is glossy. But when you're in your little apartment on the west side and you don't have access to that visual stimulation, let's just say visual stimuli, then you realize, like, oh, yeah. Like, I got to
0: remove myself from that world. Uh, hey right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, go ahead. But did you, were you, did you? Have nah, that's it. That's it. You know, what, what you honestly said, though, was so key, though. Um, you said standards lead to discouragement. I can, under, I can understand that. I also think I've made this mistake, too. And I've, I've had to learn this. Just because I do something a certain way my partner may do something differently. That doesn't mean that my partner's way is wrong. It's just different than the way I'd go about it. Right. Um, so there, there are certain things like, like, uh, you know, I'd be like, oh, why doesn't she just do it like this? Why doesn't she just do it like this? But that's not me. Right. I'm, I'm not, I am not her. I cannot expect her to, to do everything. I mean, I can't even expect that the way I'm doing things are always the right way. Mm -hmm. I may always try to look at things from a a perfectly logical point of view, blah, blah, blah. Right. But there may be something I might be lacking because I'm not taking an emotional look at that. Right. So there may be something that they're bringing to the table an emotional side that they're bringing that I'm just like, wow, that actually I didn't, I wouldn't have even thought of that that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, as, as far as the standards thing, I think that people should have standards, but I think, And like when people say, "Oh, your standards are too high," I don't necessarily agree with that, Mm -hmm. but I do think I do think that um, you got to also look at where are you and what are you bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. What like and and, I mean, being being our age, like we're not even close to where we're going to be. Like where we're we're heading? We're heading in that direction, but you got to also think like. You got to find people that are willing to grow with you because there are some men and women that that they just want to find someone who's at the pinnacle of where they are and they want they want it right now because right now this is that instant gratification culture. I got to have it right sure. now. If I don't have it right now, whatever. People aren't willing to grow with each other. People aren't willing to to pour their time, pour their energy, pour um, um, you know growth into another individual. They want the end product, mm. right? And there, there, there's there's like that's the thing. Some people. And like want the end product, and they get that end product, and things aren't as whatever as you see as they find. But it, I think there is a benefit to growing with somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody's moving up the ladder, being there to build each other up. I think that that's going to be one of the most fruitful relationships. But again, is a social media like people are just like mm-hmm. you can have countless people in your DMs that are trying to do random stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And that that could really mess things up sometimes.
1: Right it's a balancing act between challenging yourself and you and I both subscribe to this concept of self mastery. So it's Mm -hmm. always trying to challenge yourself, but challenging others while accepting who they are. And I think that's a very hard line to kind of tether or balance because it's it's a hard way to try to reconcile because you want to elevate that person, get the most out of them push them to be their best, but at the same time, realize that they are not you and you are not them. So Mm -hmm. those expectations might be stretching them too thin or making them feel that they're not enough. So it's like how to like really be in that sweet spot of like, I, I support you, I see what you're doing and I'm proud of you, but these are some things that you might consider. Or if I might, let me suggest these things. And it's the onus is then placed on that person to, see if that aligns with them and if they want to incorporate it and in, how they'll be able to do that is up to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that standards are, are tricky, bro. But
0: let me, like let, let me, let me say this real quick. Cause I want to add on right. to that. I think what you said there is super important. Um, when a person thinks that they are the way they are, I never subscribe to that. I, I kind of just kind of hate that mindset. I am who I am and I can't change. I think that's, I think that's bs do you think there's some
1: things that are hardwired though
0: because i think there's the of a person might be the same i think there are certain things that um i don't think they're hardwired but maybe they're things that will take effort to change especially if they're negative mm-hmm. for example my porn addiction in the past mm-hmm. i started watching porn at what 12 years old mm-hmm. that was one of the hardest things in my life for me to quit mm-hmm. i could have said oh this is just normal this is what guys do this doesn't have an effect on me but I knew this is going to be hard. I got to work to change this. I, I changed it. I got mm-hmm. out of that. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example because I, I, I think that's like the, the best thing to use a personal example. Um, I've been told that I can be emotionally distant. I've been told that I don't show my emotions much. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've had to get better at voicing the way I feel at certain times. Um, no matter what type of backlash I may get. I am sometimes very, like, very afraid in my relationship to say how I feel sometimes because um, there have been times where it it may have been perceived as weakness, or it may have been perceived as um, may have been perceived negatively, right? But that is something that I need to get better at, and I'm trying to change into an individual that can more so express that when it needs to be expressed, mm-hmm. right? I'm not in a box saying. I don't show my emotions. I'm a calculated whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Some people may see me that way, but that's, that's just not true, right? I think that if you're in a relationship, not only do I think that people can change, I think that if an individual is in a relationship and they actually want to work at the relationship with the other people, the other individual, they should be willing to hear. What that person has to say, because sometimes when you're in a relationship and you say something about somebody, they may take that as they may take that person, they may take it as you're dissing them or you're 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 uh, you're trying to hurt them or you don't think they're good enough. That thing you mentioned that actually that's what I wanted to touch on. It's very easy to to hear something from somebody and then be like, oh, I'm not good enough for them or whatever, right? And I've had those thoughts personally at times. I've, I've had those thoughts about things that were said about me, like, shoot, maybe I'm, 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 I'm not up to par. Maybe I can't really? do this for that person. Yeah, I've thought that before because of things that were said to me. I, I've had that in the back of my head, like, maybe maybe, I'm not, maybe I'm, I, I just can't provide that. Or maybe I'm not good enough for this person in this way. Mm-hmm. But, but I have to flip that. I have to take that and be like, okay, this person cares for me. Do I believe this person truly cares for me? Yeah. Do I believe this person loves me? Yes. So do, do I think that they're saying this just to make me feel bad or to try and make me grow? They're trying to help me grow because if they're with me, they don't want me to be a weak individual. They don't want me to have these, this lack. They don't, they, they see this hole within me. They know it can be dealt with. They know it can be filled. They know I can fix this. So as harsh as this may sound, this might really be something that I should try to work on. And there ain't no one else in your life than the person that's closest to you who's going to be that honest with you to tell you the things that you have wrong. Because everybody that's on the outskirts, those people are going to try to please you. They'll tell you how great you are. They'll tell you how good you're doing. But it's those people that are the closest with you that are going to, sometimes they may say things that they sting because you're like, oh God, that's, yeah that's kind of true (laughs) right so you just got to understand you know this person loves you you know they want you to grow don't take it personally and maybe see if it's something you can work on
1: two big things one is and we've talked about this in previous conversations is the difference between intent and perception (laughs) Intent and perception. If I didn't intend to hurt you, can you perceive it as receiving harm? Or if I didn't intend to insult you, can you still take offense? So I think as a society, like we've talked about, you know, maybe we're moving to being a little more sensitive than we have in the past is trying to really understand context. And I know you're a firm believer in context and understand what is at the root of this particular, uh, You know, let's just say this particular word of advice that someone wants to provide, dissect it and be like, is this person wishing me harm or wishing me good? And then you have a choice on how you react. One of the best pieces of advice, uh, I believe it was a pastor or youth pastor, um, young adults pastor. He was at Hillsong and SF and he said, be unoffendable. The unoffendable are the individuals who are able to move with such speed. Because like you said, if you're not in my inner circle, I don't have to hear anything you have to say. Because the good, the bad, like what does that really mean? It, it's probably some type of ulterior motive you have in saying it. Mm-hmm. But for my inner circle, even for those folks who want to really see me grow, I might say, in SEMA, you're a terrible person because of X, Y, and Z. You need to change these things. You have a choice. You can be like, Brian, is he trying to get on my head? Or does he even know what he's talking about? Or be like, you know what? I'm not going to be offended. I'm not going to shut down. I, I'm going to show emotion and communicate it. And then we're going to keep running. Because this is the homie and we're going to keep pushing. So we have choices. We have choices. You can choose to be a simp. You can choose to be an, uh, an outstanding gentleman. You can choose your role in life. You yeah. don't have to just like receive whatever, what other pe- people put upon you.
0: Mm-hmm. And let me add on to that. As we were talking about you, you can choose your reaction and how you take things. Um, it's also very easy to tell when somebody is simply trying to offend you. And when somebody is trying to help you out and make you grow. Right. So I think that there isn't, there is a responsibility on the receiving end especially if this person is close to you, because if somebody is close to you and then they're in your circle and they're close to your heart, whether it's a close friend or somebody you're in a relationship with, um, chances are is that sometimes like that chances are, is that they're trying to tell you these things that are hard to hear about yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can hopefully fix them and grow. Mm -hmm. But as the person that is now trying to tell somebody the things that you think that they should fix, there is a level of care that needs to be had in the way that you're putting forward to that information to another person. Some people are just straightforward people and they're straight shooters and they don't butter things up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you got to know is this person, can they take that straight shot? Exactly. Do I have to, do I have to put some lube and grease over this thing? Put some seasoning <laughs> on that thing you know? <laughs> so that mm-hmm. they can, they can receive it well mm-hmm. because You can say something, like let's say, Brian, that um, you're never on time for something. I'd be like, dude, you lazy bum. Like, you're always late. Like, could you stop? Could you just have some responsibility? Could you just, you know, maybe be, you know, be smarter, put it in your schedule, you know, whatever. Or I'd be like, yo, Brian, all right. So I've noticed, dude, that, like, I know you're a responsible person in general, but, okay, sometimes you're consistently late to this. And it would help us out maybe you could fix that. Like what, what's better? I'm, I'm putting forward the same idea, but now I'm, I'm actually putting it forward of a place where like, okay, I want to help you grow. And you can tell that I'm not, this isn't a personal attack. And then the first one, you're going to want to punch me in the face. <laughs> right. Right. So there's the receiving end. And then there's also the, the giving, uh, and both, both sides need to be cognizant of how things are approached. But it takes emotional awareness,
1: and I it think does. emotional intelligence is something that ninety percent of society doesn't have. Because you can see how easily fights are started in a Twitter thread, or it comes to blows. I, I've you guys need to watch Crime Faces on Instagram. It is the funniest account, and people are just fighting all day. I'll check and it. And like physically fighting, and I'm just like, why? does it have to come to blows for something very minuscule, something like trivial and people will be squabbling. You have the choice. You have the choice on how you react, but this emotional intelligence, I think comes with a certain level of reflection and it's a, it's a lifelong journey. I'm still like trying to like, you talked about being emotionally available Sometimes I have that stone face. I'm really happy for you, but I just, my face muscles aren't really working with me right now. Same
0: here. I'm Ah.
1: happy for you in my heart of hearts. Or if I'm really sad, you know, I still might have that stone face, but I am working on being a more emotionally available, being better to receive criticism. I love criticism at work. When people say, hey, you suck at this. I love Mm -hmm. it. Tell me like, Tell me radically, boom, you suck. So I can move. I, I love that fast movement. But if someone's like, you're not patient or you're always demeaning someone. And I'm like, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I'm, let me give you guys an example because you gave a good one earlier. I was talking to my sister. I have two sisters and both of them are younger. And we're singing, uh, hanging out, watching some TV and I think that my sister said a word that I know she doesn't use on a regular, on a regular day. Uh, and, you know, I do the same thing, but, yep, you know, yes, <laughs> but she was saying something uh, like academic related that I was like, dude, like you don't even know what that's about. So I was just like, have you ever, like she was saying something about a uh, longitudinal study. Oh God. And I was like, have you ever done a longitudinal study? Actually asking her, like, I want to know, like, have you done one Um, to kind of peel it back? She's like, yes, I have in my program. And she went on a whole tirade and she got mad. And so she said, I, the way she perceived it was I was calling her dumb. You don't know what longitudinal means. And you always are demeaning someone based on the verbiage or information they're trying to put out. And I was like, what? So we literally, we literally fought for maybe 30 minutes, got my mom involved. Mina was on the sidelines. So it was just like a big debate. And then at the end of the day, what they you tried apologized? to do to me, I did not actually <laughs> actually I said I'm sorry, but I waited for her to say I'm sorry for perceiving it wrong. She never did. So maisha if you're listening, I'm still waiting on my apology. But it was literally the women in my family were telling me, Brian, it's a male's responsibility to season his words so that it could be well received. Mm -hmm. But I was saying, okay, that's true. Maybe I said in the wrong way or maybe I had some tone. She said my tone was what the problem was. I was like, you also have a responsibility on hearing the statement and seeing if there was harm there. I asked you what the study meant. Just tell me if you know what it is. Yeah, I know what that means. Dude, I've been doing this. You could have moved on and been unoffended based on whatever tone or body language that I put off. So Mm -hmm. I was like, both parties, like you said, have to play a role in making sure that there's easy transactions of information. But if one person's like, nah, like, I'm gonna take offense. And one person's like, nah, I'm gonna say something because I'm a straight shooter. Everybody gets hurt.
0: Yeah, no, like, Oh, Mara, there's so much there, there there's so much that i think and this this comes to both men and women and like i'm concluding myself you got to get better at this number one um yeah when you're when you're trying to give something to someone or provide uh whatever like let's say advice or help you gotta be you gotta do in a way that that's that's loving you gotta do it in a way that they can they can receive it. Um, and sometimes I think me and you have had this conversation. Sometimes you're, you're not even supposed to, and sometimes it's not your time to give in that input. Okay. There have been situations where I've, I've, I've literally learned that. Okay. Even though maybe I want to say this, I'll put in that input. That input wasn't even wanted. And no. like, and that, and that's a tough thing to, to, to learn. Like you're not always there to, to give advice. You're not always there. If you, and that's the thing, as men, we, we want to fix. Mm-hmm. We see problem, we want to give solution. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. that's not even wanted. But also, like you said, I think it's really important. Um, I've learned a lot that even though I may have done something or said something, and my intent wasn't to hurt, my intent wasn't to demean, like I had good intentions Mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not the intentions that end up winning. It's the way that what you've done was received. If the person thinks, thinks that you, you trying to hurt them. You're trying to make them feel bad. Um, or, or you're trying to make them, or you, you, you know, you, you were trying to make them feel stupid, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you meant, bro. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter what you meant. All that matters is how they received it. And at the end of the day, as a man, you might just have to start off apologizing for how it came out and then say what you actually meant. And then maybe things will be fixed. But therein lies pride. (laughs) Are you... Can you... I I, I can see myself as sometimes being a pretty prideful person. Like, I sometimes like, yo, I didn't mean this this way. Come on, get... Like, do you get... Like, I I can understand that. But I have to learn, and I have had to learn, sometimes... I just need to apologize for how something was perceived, give an explanation for what I meant, and hopefully things will be fixed. First and foremost. Go apologize to (laughs) Maisha. I did. I
1: did. I did say (laughs) sorry. I said sorry. So he knows I'm sorry. People don't remember what you did. They remember how you made them feel. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah, bro. They but what? Yeah. But what you said, man? Um, are we Sims? If we, if we're here, based on what you just said, if we're here apologizing for everything we say because of how things are construed and perceived and received, like we're not in control of any environment, you're always losing. So isn't that also kind of simpish to be like, oh, sorry, baby, I didn't mean it. Like, no, you're
0: also the same age as me, received the information so that we could rock. Yeah, it. no, that's why, that's why I said like, at the end of the day, a lot of times emotions win, right? But you still have to make it clear what was meant. I don't think apologizing for something because it was taken the wrong way is bad because we both read The Way of the Superior Man and I think we both learned a lot from that book um for our female for our female listeners it's not like we're saying women are all this way but women are more emotional creatures than men um that like that that's true they are more in tune with their emotions they do take things more emotionally they will approach things more so um with that especially when it comes to a relationship Mm. especially when it comes to things that are said within a relationship so that being understood okay we're both not the type of guys who um I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to be the cold player with a Rolodex woman. I'm also not trying to be the subservient man. I'm trying to be someone who's helping somebody else grow, who under, who's trying to help grow myself, right? I'm, I, I need, there, there is going to be a give and take there. I don't think what I just mentioned there was, was simping. I think more so that's trying to find a compromise and trying to mull over a situation, when, because that, that situation has happened to me where I have said something and it was received in the wrong way. And I, I had to say, okay, this is what I was trying to say. I wasn't meaning right. it like this. Whatever. This is not what I meant. This was what I was trying to say. I'm sorry that it was received that way. The thing is, the reason that the person that received it that way, you can't tell them they're wrong for the way that they felt. Right? You, 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 like, you, it's a feeling right they're they're. they're, but okay but as a man like okay me and you mm -hmm. we we both know each other well we do have more control over our emotions generally i try to i i'm in the middle line things don't make me way too sad i try not to get crazy excited about things Mm -hmm. right i'm not i i'm not going to be controlled by my emotions Mm-hmm. But we can't expect that of our partners. We can't expect that of the woman that we're with. Again, the way of the superior man, I think I, we both learned a lot of stuff from that book. Um, yeah, it's a good book. I'm not, I'm not trying to date an, an enzima, so I don't expect a person to perceive things as Ensima has. And let me also say this. There have been times where something was said to me, all right, something was said to me, and I took it the wrong way. I thought it meant something else. It brought about an emotion. And I was like, wait, what the hell? Why the hell did you say that? And it caused a fight. And then that individual explained that, oh, no, that's not what I meant. This is what I meant, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm not perfect in that way either. But that doesn't happen as much, right? Yeah. So I do think if you're trying to be in a relationship where you're both helping each other grow, you're right in the middle. Okay, you, you are being helpful that, to that individual. You are receiving things from that individual. You're, you're helping each other grow, but you're also not serving hand and foot and doing whatever that individual says. You're not being a cold prick who doesn't really care about this person who's just waiting for the next one, who's whatever. You're in the middle between the simp and the player.
1: All right middle ground middle ground that's that's a, how
0: everything ends up it ends up being a middle ground
1: that's some earth kingdom terminology right there <laughs> <laughs> earth kingdom terminology i like tell you we gotta talk about avatar soon mm-hmm. but all right so takeaways i think that middle ground is important uh, i think the language around seasoning your words is critically like important right um and seeing that, you know, a wise person will always season their words and knowing how to edify the individual that they're talking to. So your communication should always be to help build someone up. Not tear someone down. Not tear someone down. Exactly. So I think that is one big takeaway in understanding relationship. But where from where we started, it's understanding your worth. I like Nseema that. That line. So know your worth and have healthy standards Mm -hmm. that you require of yourself, and in turn, you can require of others in your sphere of influence. Yeah, and I think that's that's it. That's the the
0: biggest things for today. Man, this was a good one. This was totally off the cuff, but I I I think people are going to get a lot from this one. I hope you guys get a lot from this one. Yeah, for
1: sure. So. If you guys don't already follow us on Instagram and on Twitter and this show will be on YouTube very shortly and make sure you guys leave us a review. So we're going to start kicking things back up a lot more book reviews, a lot more interviews and, uh, maybe some new cover art. We're going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. We're gonna, we're going to start launching into, uh, Let's just call it book two, if you know what I'm talking about. This might be the book two of the show. So make sure y'all stick around. It's going to get crazy. Much love to you guys. Take care.